and Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. And I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. Catch That Crack. Ooh, I'm going to have to join you. Uh, what are you drinking? Oh, fuck. I just spilled it all over the couch. <laughs> um, cool guy. I... Cool guy alert. <laughs> What was I drinking? Uh, what am I trying to pour into a glass, you're asking? I am drinking the Absolute Grapefruit Paloma, ready to drink with grapefruit and lemon flavor. Ooh, that sounds good. And a good name for a kitty cat. Why the fuck is this can pouring stupid? Oh my <laughs> god. What the fuck? So, so far, this is starting off very well. I think it's because you jinxed us. I did. I know. I Let's start at two and then, every, oh, hey, I'm home early. Let's start early and then everything happens. Um, what am I drinking, you ask? Not that exciting. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. It's our last one. It's the spicy pineapple minus the spice. And the gardener's in the background for ambiance. Just so you know that I'm coming from a backyard. Um, this week, we will talk about the Monday show, Phil Rosenthal and the Thursday show. Bill and Alfred Schultz's Perfect Teeth, Joanne Nosechinski's Cool Soups, and things that are bougie. But first, Lil Rafi, do you have any motherfucking shout-outs? That was me trying to get energy. <laughs> My shout-outs are just to Megan and Jess. I got to see them this week, and that's it. I am jealous. It sounds like you guys had fun. We didn't. Oh, <laughs> Good. Well, fuck you then. Uh, my shout-outs are to Brittany. I might be planning a trip out to Austin to see her soon with Heather, so that'll be fun. Something to look forward to. Shout-out to Jen in North Carolina. Miss you, and I love random texts from you that always make me laugh. Shout-out to Dr. Jen, Lauren Kelly, Whitney, Von Carmen's Olive, Ray Morgan, Z. Mary Jane, Demian, Scott Marquez, Paul, Nina... Tamara Holler, by the way, she also had never heard of a Murph. So you guys are um, Murph twins. I don't know what that, <laughs> what that means. We're regular people. Oh! <laughs> I should have put a poll up on the Facebook uh, page. I'm going to do that. Okay, shout out to Tim Ortez, Jamie Shug, Luke Chastain. Uh, happy belated birthday, and thanks for all the fun notes, and sorry that you ate shit on your birthday. Shout out to Bex. To Toby, Leanne, and I'm going to shout out a little uh, Jen Tokaji, just for the hell of it. 
Do you have any call-outs, Rafi? Boy, do I. Uh-oh. Do I need to first, like, get comfortable? First and foremostly, to Dr. Jen. I remembered why I was going to shout her out on uh, an episode a week or two ago. I don't remember which one. Because she sent me a listing to a blind cat on mm. Pet Finder. So and this, cute. This is the cutest cat I have ever seen. And after reading its story, I was like, great. I have to try to adopt it now. Aww. Thanks a lot, Jen. <laughs> Don't you hate when someone pushes you to do something that you know you're eventually going to do, but before you actually are ready to do it? Yeah. Damn you, evil, evil <laughs> Dr. Jen for doing that. And then when I uh, finally did get around to texting this person about the cat, they said that it might be spoken for already. So now I have that heartbreak as well. Thanks, Aww. Jennifer. But please keep wow. sending me uh, gorgeous cats. If yeah. <laughs> they're not as cute as uh, this cat, then I will uh, say something mean to you and say uh, try harder. <laughs> that cat was so darling. I at first saw the picture, I'm like, oh, it's a cute cat. And then when I scrolled through the other pictures, I was like, oh, my God, that like little snuggly, sweet little Figaro cat. I love it. Um, named Emmy, right? Emerald. So cute. I'm guessing because you brought it up, uh, you have some call-outs. Oh, I do. Guess what? It's us again. <laughs> so, last week. Really? What is our, what's our deal, little Rafi? I mean, I was like, boozy Susie, you're lit Rafi. Like, what, what happens to us? When we think we're just gonna, we're, we're cool. We're playing it cool. And then all of a sudden it's shit show central. <laughs> And I'm spread eagle on the, the city website's camera, live camera. Um, you know, <laughs> we know how to have a good time. Much like Luke. We uh, get a little schmizzy and, uh, you know, what happens, happens. I just like how we thought, well, we'll have a couple of mimosas. I didn't know what you were bringing. I knew it was alcohol, but I, I thought, we're fine. We're cool. We, we're uh, One of us was... Oh, you were? Have you seen the footage? <laughs> yes, I've seen the footage. Uh, when I went to go take notes for this week, uh, blades of grass came out of my notes. <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah, it is good. All right. Anyway, sh uh, calling us out because, my gosh. So this is what happens. It's uh, Valentine's Day weekend. I thought, oh, let's get together and do something fun for our Valentine's episode. It's like, you know what? We need to be separated this week. <laughs> We're bad influences on each other. But good also, because I had a lot of fun. As did I. All right. Shall we talk about Monday? Actually, do we have any BFF hotline calls? Wow. You're you're like Allison with Tony. Every time. Every time. <laughs> yeah. We have a slew, and I'm not oh. surprised uh, because that last episode was oh, one for the ages. Uh, first, we have a text from Demian. Hey guys, Dem here. No message this week. Behind on all my pods. So just wanted to say hello. I'll be back next week. Hope you are all well and a winky face. Which leads us to his message from last week that he sent late. Hi, BFF people, Lisa, Rafi, maybe Megan, hopefully. It's great to hear your voice again. Three out of four weeks, that's awesome. It's 140 on Saturday, and uh, I hope I got this in under the wire. Uh, just wanted to reach out with my weekly hello. 
and a couple things. Uh, I haven't listened to any podcasts really this week, so I haven't had to the the show yet. Well, actually, I take that back. I listened to like half of the first episode, but I ended up getting home, so I didn't finish. But I did want to comment on the BFF show last week. I was wondering if Lisa was okay. Sound a little loopy. Honestly, <laughs> you had to drink, Lisa. Okay. Um, but you were a little loopy. <laughs> Rafi, I challenge you to Uno anytime, any place. And Lisa, uh, not Lisa, Megan, I was thinking about your story you told about Monopoly. I'm just wondering, did you usually win? And she was just savoring that one victory and kind of took it away from her. <laughs> but sound like a nightmare. You're better off. Anyway. Miss you guys. Hope you're doing well. And I will talk to you again next week. Goodbye. 140. That's cute. <laughs> we were three sheets to the wind by then. <laughs> uh, should we comment on each one as we go? Yeah, that's a good uh, idea. Yeah. Oh, so what's funny is this is like saying that I sounded a little loopy on the episode where you and Megan were in my garage. But wait, there's more. <laughs> because last mm-hmm. week, way worse. <laughs> Um, if you want to play Uno, uh, bring it. You're going to lose, but uh, okay. I'll get it on some of that action. Mm-hmm. Oh. Sure you will. I'm, I'm good at Uno. Moving on from that, we've got... Oh, nope. That one is actually not a voicemail. That is several notices about our factory warranty. So we don't have a slew, but we've got a couple more. Speaking of weekly segments, do we have a possible new one? (gasps) This message is from Ray Morgan. Hey, guys. This is Ray Morgan with your one-minute week in review. Bill Rosenthal, delightful, as always. Bill Schultz, douche nozzle, as (laughs) always. And Raphael, World Series rings this century, Boston 4, Yankees 1. Eat my ass. Uh, having said that, fuck sweet Caroline. This is Ray Morgan with your one minute week in review. I oh, am boy. in love with this new segment. Ray Morgan, you're awesome. <laughs> wow, I've got uh, so much to say. One, uh, what time does Chow Fun start, Ray? <laughs> um, also, uh, <laughs> this century. <laughs> Who cares about this century? H- have you noticed uh, that everything this century fucking sucks? Like the Red Sox, bro. Um, also, I actually don't give a shit about baseball. But I do like annoying people uh, who care about sports. Because the only sport I care about, no one does. So, uh, that said, uh, 27 rings, bro. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That was like you were speaking a different language, man. I love this new segment, Ray. Um, yes, please. More <laughs> minutes from you. <laughs> I like this. I like this reoccurring calls. It's really awesome. Yes. And uh, let's hope this one is also a reoccurring call. We've got a call from Leanne Ward. Yes. Hello. This is Leanne. It was nice to hear Rafi's melodious, sonorous voice on the voicemail. But I am calling to either... Shout out or call out one Lisa Lowry. Ah! I have received a nice small little package in the mail this afternoon, and I thought, what is this? And it turned out it was one of those bless your heart candles things that Jackie Johnson talked extensively about on a Thursday episode a few weeks ago. Now, I'm going to assume this is a shout-out 
because I know sweet Lisa is not telling me to go to you know where. <laughs> At least I'm pretty sure of that. But just in case, I'll call out as well. But in all reality, I love the gift, and I wanted to leave this message instead of, or before texting Lisa because I thought it would be kind of fun to do that. Love you all, and keep up the great work. Bye. Oh, my gosh. I, I love this. Would everyone please call in every single week? This is so much fun to hear everyone's voices. And I'm so glad. She said she really uh, had a good laugh when she opened that package. It's definitely not telling you to do anything except for just bless your sweetheart, Leanne, because we love you. And happy Valentine's Day. Um, but when you listen to last week's episode, you might want to be calling out Lil Rafi. So maybe that'll be next week. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say call out to leanne because apparently she has not listened to the uh, previous two weeks or so or something like that um i feel like i've been saying things to offend her just to get a reaction out of her and uh, it didn't work so far but that said i also have one of these bless your heart candles and i've been dying to light it up and you know what lisa i think with my pink paloma flavored uh, grapefruit uh, beverage here and i also got a led light bulb that has all the colors that i set to pink even though it's way too bright to actually have it on right now, I have this pink candle. So what better uh, thing to set the mood for BFF than to light it up right now? Ooh. So let me see if I can do this without knocking anything over. I was going to ask you about your mood lighting. That picture you sent yesterday, I was like, what's with the glow? I also have a Bless Your Heart candle. I have not lit it, but it is in its package. And it reminds right. me so much of when I used to do um, witchcraft. There's a smell. <laughs> there's a certain smell in there <laughs> that's bringing back memories. All right, it is lit. I will let you know if. Uh, and so are we. Oh. If it smells delicious, or if it, uh, or if you tell it to go bless its heart. Yeah. Thank you for mentioning the uh, message, Leanne. I don't remember what I said. But thank you for the compliments. And if you would like to call in and leave your thoughts, the number, of course, as always, is 818-BFF-0732. Please call in. It's so much fun, especially since we record and sometimes can't ha ha make time for other people to join because it's kind of last minute or whatever. And so it's nice to hear everyone's voices still on the show. Please, once again, Lil Rafi, name your kitty cat Paloma. I think that's precious. All right. Shall we talk about Monday? Yes. All right. Thanks to all the callers. Love it. All right. Phil Rosenthal was back. And I love Phil Rosenthal. <laughs> I love his energy. I watched, I don't know how many seasons I watched of Somebody Feed Phil, but it it has made me, first of all, love fall in love with him. He's such a, a great, like, a, he's just a true person. He's just an amazing soul i think he's just a cool person but also it makes me want to go to all these places i never thought i'd want to go and eat foods that i'm like i want to can i just go on like stow away in his luggage and go everywhere that he goes because i never thought i'd want to go to vietnam now i want to go to vietnam and my neighbor's wife is uh vietnamese they've been planning a trip so we're like i'm i want to go there so we're gonna have like a neighbor neighbor's trip to vietnam and i want to go to all to like the little like boat market that phil rosenthal went to and like all the little, i don't know every place he goes i'm like yes yes everything yes it makes me hungry do you like the show well first i love phil 
Um, I, from the few episodes of Raymond that I've seen, I fucking hate it. <laughs> but I don't know if that's Ray Romano's fault or Phil's, but I love Phil. And as far as his show, I have not watched it since season two, and I didn't even watch all of those. I would like to watch it again. I think uh, maybe season two, just the, the places they went didn't interest me that much. Um, the I'm a, I will travel anywhere, and God, I hope to travel soon. But Asia, for whatever reason, I guess probably the language barrier... It just really scares me. Like, that's one of those places where I would not want to travel alone. But anywhere else. That's kind of how I feel. And I've never been drawn to it because probably because of that. And I I don't know. Maybe it is a fear. It just doesn't seem like I just I don't know whatever it is. But watching his show, like you said, maybe you didn't watch some of the shows because the places didn't interest you. I was not interested in most of them. But then I became like, oh, my gosh, I want to go to that place now. And obsessed with whatever place he was in. And it was it's a really good show. It's a nice little escape. And I think that's why I want to go to Vietnam because I will have someone that speaks the language to go with. So that's a huge part of it. I only know how to say fuck you. <laughs> oh, and by the way, calling myself out for, my gosh, so many F words last week and lots of likes. But that happens when I'm boozy, Susie. So. But yeah, go. I, I think it's like bless your heart, go fuck yourself. Isn't it the same thing? Um, what does that have to do with Vietnam? Don't mind me. I know how to say it. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, speaking of cursing, I was working with. Uh, I, I had a helper this week. I had a little help this week, and I have noticed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I cursed a lot. I probably probably cursed a good 50 times and he cursed a zero times and i was like um are you a jesus freak or am i a horrible person (laughs) a little bit of both yeah i i do i hate that when i don't realize how bad i am until i'm around someone that's not (laughs) and then i have a good hard look at myself (laughs) that's why you and i together is bad because we're both equally like stupid (laughs) (laughs) and have foul mouths like sailors and so then the two of us together just multiplies it just makes it worse you know i think uh he's probably just a jesus freak (laughs) (laughs) god forbid you have self-awareness let's just look at it's it's definitely yeah not you um i want i actually wanted to ask him because he meant he's he's my age and he mentioned that he's uh got three kids he's married and he's got three kids and i was just like you're not okay, that and young, you don't curse <laughs> no i know but anymore just the fact that he's my age yeah. has three kids that's a lot and doesn't curse i was like you're a fucking jesus freak okay <laughs> that's it <laughs> Please. i don't care and if you could ask him just like that that'd be awesome <laughs> <laughs> so you're a fucking jesus freak or what <laughs> no but he's, he's a good guy so oh, that's good. he's one of the few uh, good people at my job that i don't hate yet so well, that's good that you got paired up with someone that is good. So Phil was talking about the importance of a theme song. And I wonder, do you think it, I know it's, I previously wanted to have a theme song, but do you think it's important to have a theme song? Does that put you in the mood when you hear whatever theme song it is for whatever show you're listening to or watching? Tough to say yeah. because there are th- show theme songs that I think are great. 
But nowadays, you know, on Netflix or whatever streaming service you use, they're going to have the skip intro button. And of course, I always hit it because I don't get time to sit through a 25 second jaunty tune. <laughs> I'm trying to get to the show, baby. And, and I now with Allison's show, I always skip through it because they do the childish thing. And before I would listen to it and kind Same. of like be getting into the mood and doing my little shimmy. And it was a whole part of it. Now I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get to the meat of the of the matter here. But and then there are certain shows like you were saying, even on Hulu or Netflix or any of the streaming things like the intros are very short now because people are skipping them. So they don't even have long intros anymore. There's a few that I will listen to. Actually, just one. And that's the Twin Peaks one. I will listen to it. It's very long, too. But I will sit and watch it and it gets me in like, all right, I'm entering Twin Peaks now, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Phil was talking about food shows during quarantine and the pandemic, and and it is definitely something that I have watched a lot of, and it's surprising because, well, first of all, his show it is an escape, but it also kind of just reminds you that you can't go do all the things that he's doing. And one of the things I was thinking at the beginning of all of this, because I do watch a lot of food shows, I thought, oh my gosh, what's going to happen next year without being able to film for a whole year? Is it just going to be a bunch of Zoom cooking? And I have seen a couple of those, and it's really stupid. Um, and I don't care for it at all, but it it's interesting. To, I still haven't seen a lot of things that were made in 2020 coming out yet. So I wonder if there's just people just stopped production or like what's going to happen with all of these shows? Oh, like starting a couple of months back, I started noticing the, I don't know what you call them, but you'll drive around LA and you see these like yellow squares that say, you know, like uh, just random words or letters. Like I, I can't even think of what they would say. And then they'll have an arrow and that's how you know they're filming something. And if you work on this, uh, you've got to go this way. Uh, so I started seeing those a few months back. Mm. So it's only a matter of time until we get some 2020 productions. But the Zoom reunions. Yes. Um, I guess, th- was this on Thursday? I don't know. Either way, I, I've i seen like one or two of them. And they're not great, but they're not the worst. Like, it, it's a good way to get everyone together because uh you know there's not the excuse of like oh well i'm in a different city it's like well just uh log on that's a good point and with they were talking about that on thursday and i was they were talking about that as like old shows and people are getting back together and like who really cares if they're in the same room or not i think you're right you're watching it on a on a screen anyway so they're basically together the only thing that i've noticed is a lot of the reality shows that i watched you know, it was before it was filmed during before quarantine, and then when they came to the reunion show, like the recap of that, that's when it hit. So that those have all been on Zoom. So like the Vanderpump Rules was on Zoom, and a couple of the other ones that I was ninety day fiance or whatever stupid <laughs> crap that I watch. Um, so that was kind of interesting, but. He was so Phil was also talking about like he's a very social guy and he would have these movie nights that I am fucking envious of this. Like I would love to be invited to this and the fact that he hasn't been able to do it for a year sucks. But he was talking about being able to get closer to his family and he was saying it was sort of a lost year, but also a found year. And I 
I can totally understand that because there's so much that we've lost, but I feel like we've gained a lot too. And it's just perspective, I think, but also going back to having your family around you, it's, it's hard if like someone like you, you're like, yeah, it's totally great. (laughs) But like, and luckily he likes his family, but I feel the same way where I feel like, well, we're just hanging out more and just feels like when the kids were a little bit younger and it's kind of neat, I guess. Because I care for my family and I enjoy them, but um, I don't know. I like. I just like the way everything he talks about. It's like he's so positive. He's just and funny. And I don't know. What do you think about the lost year and gained year? Do you feel like you lost or gained anything? <laughs> Honestly, this year or the however long it's been, it doesn't feel that different to me because I am still working. Um, I am more <laughs> alone than I guess I would be before. But uh, it's not that different for me. And as far as Phil and his family, when he was talking about this, I was like, oh, that's so nice that him and his family, they watch sports and the news together or whatever. But then when Greg Mm. on uh, Childish is talking about it, I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up, you and your stupid family. Go fly a kite. (laughs) So I think it's just uh, (laughs) I think it's just I like uh, I like Phil much more than Greg. Yeah, Allison, do a show with Phil, please. This is a show. I'll oh my God! To. Now that's that's a show. Yeah, when she was talking about having him on Childish, I thought that would be great. And then maybe Greg just accidentally gets sick or runs into some trouble in the parking lot at his studio. <laughs> okay, so this you bring up uh, an interesting thing when they were talking about. Oh, you should be on Childish. I was like, oh God, I don't want him on Childish. Like, Greg is there. <laughs> But um, Sarah Watkins, who me and Leanne love, is a Grammy-winning country-ish musician. And she is going to put out a children's album next month. And she was asking on Instagram for your, like, parenting podcast recommendations. I'm assuming she wants to be a guest on a few of these. And I was like... Oh, childish would be great if Greg wasn't on it. Mm-hmm. So should I still do should it? Should I even mention it? Uh, the time has passed, no. but I think I will uh, send a message to Allison to have her on. Allison Rosen is your new best friend because Tony is friends with her oh, husband. Right. Um, so she will be on, I'm sure. And this is all I've ever wanted. Well, aside from two other guests, that will never happen. But Sarah Watkins on Allison's show is my current uh, dream guest. I know, and you've been saying it for years. Years. Yeah. So going back to the movie nights, Phil was talking about having anxiety on, in hosting, and the way he articulated it is exactly how I feel when, like if we have the group recordings or something like that, where I'm so excited, but I am also have so much anxiety about, I want everything to be perfect, I want everyone to have fun, and just... I totally understand his position in that where it's like, I just want everyone to be like around me and having fun. And it, and it's a lot of stress, but I feel like the very first one was way more stressful than, and it just got easier and easier. Cause it's like, okay, I can chill out. Like people can handle, like it doesn't have to be like permanent, like, or uh, excitement every minute. <laughs> um, and we could just hang out and have fun. It's fine. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of anxiety that goes into goes leads up to things like that or hosting any kind of anything. You know what is so funny? 
I have been feeling that way about our house party hangouts. Really? Because whenever we do them, I'm like, okay, got to keep talking, crack a joke. Uh, oh, no. Like, I feel like I have to lead this thing, and usually you're not there, so I, I, I don't know why. I feel like the pressure is on me um, to make it fun and entertaining, but really, the next time, I swear to God, I'm just going to shut the fuck up. First of all, you don't need to shut the fuck up, and I think Jamie Shug, if that's her last name, uh, she was talking about hosting one so then the heat's off of you but she was putting out a poll to see like when was a good time for everybody to get together she's a little bit nervous about being on the show but she wants to get to know people better and i think that's super cool yeah maybe we can get some other people who are uh you know um in the group but not always yes down to party (laughs) i'm like to what um i think after she does that i think maybe i'll plan one where i'll just put it out on facebook and just have like a bigger thing. But you know what? That reminds me. We need to start talking about our little group recording uh, and everything. But maybe not while we're recording right now. But I cert- you know, soon. But set your calendars, everyone. We're going to do a Zoom group recording at the end of March. The last weekend. Yes. Yeah, set your calendars. <laughs> uh, wind them up. <laughs> make sure they're on the right day. Okay. Okay. Uh, so... They were actually, Phil and Allison were talking about once quarantine is completely lifted, do you think that people are going to go right back into their old selves? And I, I don't think so, because I feel like we've adapted so much to so much change in the past year. And I think that once things are lifted, I don't think I'm going to be like my nervousness is going to be all of a sudden gone in my like, I was already a germaphobe before in certain respects. And now it's like, uh... Like, when you don't have to wear a mask, I don't know if I'll want to not, even though I do not want to. (laughs) I don't know. And just going out and doing stuff. Even when I see crowded things, like rooms or bars on a TV show, I'm like, oh, that's giving me anxiety just looking at that, all the germs floating around. I think that as soon as we can, people will be back to normal. Because, Lisa, I'm out here in these streets. And let me tell you, people are already back to normal, even though we are far from safe. That is true. And from the footage I've seen, I think uh, Florida is just right out there loving it every minute of it. Uh, I think in my mind, I think, oh, I'm going to be so apprehensive about doing anything. Pour, like, two mimosas on that. I'll be like, woohoo! nothing's changed (laughs) it's right back to normal and so then they were always also talking about planning big things and they talked about this last week too a little bit i think on thursday like do you think you should plan things if it's just going to be a letdown when i went into the whole spiel about hope (laughs) um but i do want to plan things but because things have always been let down i always have this in the back of my mind that it might get canceled so i don't get my hopes up all the way does that make sense like okay this i'm gonna plan for this i'll be excited about it but it might get canceled i always had that feeling it's gonna probably get canceled anyway type of thing so i don't totally think i i don't even know what i'm trying to say (laughs) do you know what i'm trying to say no (laughs) No. (laughs) Uh, i mean yes i guess like i'm not like whole hog like yes we're gonna do this thing i'm like i'm planning it i'm excited about it but i have my reservations yeah, I don't think I do that. Usually when I 
say like, oh, I'm going to do this. I really try to do it. Maybe I don't always succeed, but... Uh, well, like yeah. for our Christmas party that didn't happen, like I was so excited about it. I really thought that it was going to happen. I mean, you and I had to have fun. That was great. But so now we're talking about do we win in July? And I think, God, what if, it, what if that doesn't happen? I mean, that would kind of be a bummer, but I don't know. We're still going, right? You know, as someone who... um doesn't get excited for anything maybe that's why oh i don't really i i don't know yeah I, I like i i get what you're saying and i would agree that yeah you know things get canceled they don't happen all the time um but at the same time i'm like eh, you know that's that's life yeah that is true that is life uh speaking of life he was talking about if you're not living the life you want then what's the point and everything everything he says i'm like yes like we, he needs to be our life coach. He needs to be the person that we're doing everything. He said, like, what should I do today, Phil? And he tells us and we do it. And our life would be pretty awesome. I imagine. I do always talk about on here, how I think of his advice, which again was mentioned on this show that, um, someone told him, you know, make the show you want to make because in the end you're going to get canceled anyway. I think about that all the time, but not in the TV sense, just, like, do what you want. Like, you know, you're going to die, and, like, who cares? Yeah, it's true. As long as you're enjoying it and you're, like, obviously we're not doing this show to be famous or make money, <laughs> but it's so much fun, and I like doing it, and I like meeting people, and, like, I never would have met you if we didn't do the show, so it's kind of, you know, we're living that life. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Do you have anything else from Monday before we go on to Whitney C's cue? I do not. Okay. All right, Whitney. Lay on lay on us. <laughs> lay your cue on us. She's got the cues that never fail to start a good convo. She ain't shy. She's not afraid to push the envo. It's Whitney C. Whitney C. Whitney C's cues. It's Whitney C. Whitney C. Whitney C's cues. Whitney C wants to know what is a problem that has consistently plagued you through your life? And you can define problem any way you wish. It could be maybe a person that keeps cropping up or a situation. But for me, it is acne. Um, I had it when I was a teenager to the extent that I had to go on Accutane. And then it was mostly gone through my 20s, but I did have one spell where um, it got really bad. I had to see the dermatologist again after I tried several different remedies myself and none of them worked. And then um, it had been really good recently, but I had to come off of my topical medications just for other medical reasons. And um, when I came off of the topical regimen that I was on, my face has not been happy with that change. So that's my problem that has cropped up again and again through my life. And every time I think I've given it the boot and that I'm too old to have it anymore or whatever, it just keeps coming back. So I would like to know what is yours. Good question, Whitney. Uh, let's see. What is a problem that has plagued you throughout your life, Larafi? What was the first thing that come to mind? The first thing that came to mind is what am I going to eat? Because I live alone. I'm a single guy, uh, especially in these current times. I'm always thinking, what the fuck am I going to eat? I don't want to cook. 
there's not that many uh, options around me that are appealing because that means I have to get out and go amongst the unwashed masses. So I would say it's that. What do you think about doing those food services? Not the ones that you cook, but the ones that are like meals that are already, you just buy like meals that are delivered to you every week. I have thought about that, but because of where I live, Mm. packages are difficult to deliver and I would not do it because of that. That makes sense. Um, So problem has plagued me. Like she said, the same person cropping up in my life for sure. I've had that. Is it me? Uh, Yes. (laughs) This is our last show. I just need to call you out. Um, But my food issues have plagued me since probably fifth grade, I guess. And just the problem of just weight, always with weight. And I, for a time, I think I was fine and didn't have to like really worry about it too much until I had kids. And then I was like, eh, shit. Actually, the second kid was where I really went to, oh, shit. And finally getting a handle on it now after 13 years, I finally like figured out how to do it. But it's still something I think about all day, every day. Like, I would like to not think about it and just kind of chill. But for now, it's just a problem that just feels like it's always interwoven into... Who I am. Also knowing my limits on alcohol. <laughs> you know, this, uh, wh- thank you, Whitney, for the question. And this uh, got me thinking of a very late shout out to Von Carmen's Olive because he tweeted a tweet that I love so much. Yes. It was basically an iTunes review of our show. <laughs> and I'm going to read it for you. Thank you. You say you want to talk about the last two episodes of ARIYNBF? You want to critique Southern California car culture? Do you want to hear Lauren's recap Allison's other podcast? Boy, have I got a podcast for you. Also, you'll hear a lot about Lisa Lowry's tease. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Because I kind of, since we were buzzed last week, I forgot what the end of the show, what we talked about. I kind of forgot how we ended it. I remember the stuff I was doing to the camera that I remember, but I I don't remember the end of the show. So I don't really remember what we talked about. (laughs) And so after seeing that, I had only heard half of it back and I was like, Oh God, what else? (laughs) And I listened back. I'm like, okay, it's not that bad, but still (laughs) it's not great. Uh, Von Carmen's all awesome. (laughs) I cut out a lot. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I probably don't want to know, huh? It wasn't that bad. It was just really annoying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I was just like, I just kept saying, are we done yet? Can we end the show? And it was you going on and on about uh, whatever it is that we were talking about or <laughs> something around us. I don't even remember. I don't want to remember. Uh, no, I don't either. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Good stuff. Thanks, Whitney. And everyone let us know in the Facebook group. I'll post that question and uh, let us know what plagues you, problems, and your life. All right. Thursday show. We were her little pecan pralines or pralines sent in by Mary Catherine Ham. What? Did you know she was on Patreon? No, and I also didn't know that you think it's pronounced pralines. I think that's how you say it actually from where it it is look it up Mm -mm. dick nope this is like a classic nevada nevada thing where i'm gonna call it praline because i'm not a monster but i also will say nevada because i'm not a monster (laughs) 
and I'm not a Valley Girl. This is Nevada. Um, but I also think that this carb has been read before. But I did not do my homework and look back to check. But also, Allison said, I really wanted to use the Kinder, Kinder Bueno bars, which is your other AKA, sent in by, uh, I forgot his name, first name, but last name was Chu. And she said, because he has the last name Chu, I thought, well, you already read a carb by him and said the same kind of Yeah, I, I thought this was a carb already. And that's why I was upset about it. Mm. So how come Mary Catherine Ham doesn't uh, get in on the convo over there in Patreon? Uh, she's busy. Oh. But how nice that she supports her, though. That's pretty cool. Yeah, whenever she's on, she always says, like, oh, I was listening to the show. Like, she actually listens. I always so, forget uh, about that. Not, not too surprising. I mean, she's got the money. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> to buy, <laughs> she, <to> buy prawlings? <laughs> no, she's she's on TV. She I can know. afford a 2 to 5 to $10 oh, a month, Lisa. Oh, gotcha. She's a famous TV I wasn't person. thinking about for the affordability. I was just thinking about that it's a nice gesture. Because it is a gesture because of her monetary situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to ask Whitney how she pronounces pecan or pecan pralines pralines. And I was waiting for an answer, but she's not on the call. <laughs> okay. Ooh, also, oh. also shout out to Whitney because she said that she was catching up mm-hmm. on the show. Yes. And she asked me if I have ever done like a sleep test because unlike Megan and you and Jen, she <sighs> takes my sleepiness uh, as a possible sign bef- of a sleep disorder. Before you keep going. Doesn't just mock me no, for it. You need to call yourself out right now because we nope. do care. We said if it is an issue, we care. If it's not, we're going to make fun. That's what we said. But she, instead of making fun first, <laughs> inquired. But, no, because you say you're not going to get help. So then we're like, of course we're going to make fun. <laughs> who, said, who said I'm not going to get you? help? Have you? I'm not okay, going to a doctor's office that's during in the middle that's of a panorama, Lisa. <laughs> Pandemic. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever. It's, this is on you. Um, yes. She told me she was catching up and uh, she heard my my Yuffie uh robot vacuum hate <laughs> it's always fun when people are catching up and they're like oh they were talking like leanne's gonna have a whole bunch of fun listening to a couple of episodes with your mouth Ooh. she's like are we friends i thought we were okay oh love you whitney um so little rafi last week i said and i know that i was drunk but i still mean it i would like to get to know you better so here's a question for you oh jesus How- <laughs> I don't know if this really is going to get me to know you better, but how many people do you know bib- biblically? Oh, my fuck. No, I'm not going to answer <laughs> that. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> wow. Okay. I, I was Fine. like, where's this going? <laughs> I thought it was going to be something I would totally answer. <laughs> I'm not going to say that, you maniac. Uh, and I'm not Fine. going to ask you the same thing because... Um, Good. I have something That's... called couth. <laughs> mm, I don't think so. <laughs> You're couthless. You couthless bastard. So speaking of less, Tony's uh, nutless pup. That was a little update. And did you know, have we talked about nutticles on here? Is this something I dreamt about? Is this a show I watched? What's, go- what, what? 
I th- Do you think a dog really needs fake nuts to be like, I still feel okay? It's it's hormones. It's not the actual hanging of a sack, right? I think someone on the show mentioned it, that this is purely for the owner. Yeah, it has come up before, I feel like. And, uh, yeah, you're a sicko if you do this to your dog. You are, and I think it was Allison that was saying, well, if you see a dog with with that's not fixed, I'll, I'm going to try and clean up my mouth here, uh, then you instantly are judging that person. It's always someone with a pit bull or, like, some sort of big bulldog or something. It's like, oh, my God, please take care of this. But, but now if you have the fake ones... Are, do you have to constantly be like saying it to people? They're fake, just so you know. Just so you know, my dog's nuts are fake. Before you go and judge me, or do they just? I mean, what, wouldn't your dog feel bad hearing that? <laughs> Crap, Lisa! I just realized I missed oh, the opportunity no. to bring up my favorite comedian, Anthony Jeselnik. He has a, a joke about knowing someone biblically, and maybe I'll insert it here. Here in New York, I buy my weed from this crazy girl. And I know her in the biblical sense. Of course, when I say that, I mean I don't believe a word she says. Zip. <laughs> I like how you insert things around the time we're talking about nuts. All right. Um, okay, so Joanne was talking. First of all, this is Joanne and Bill and Alfred are on again. And I, when I first saw their names, I was like, okay. And then it clicked. Oh, right. The three people that I find quite annoying to listen to. Didn't care for them the last time they were on. And it, uh, I didn't, this show stunk. And sorry, Allison, if you're listening, it had nothing to do with you. Lil Rafi, I want to know, because you came to know Allison through Red Eye. Is this how it was? Yes and no. I... So I saw the hate on Facebook, and I was re-watching it uh, just now before we started recording. And I was trying to think, is this a good group, or is this a good show? Mm. Red Eye was an interesting show because there was a lot of uh, making fun of each other on that show. They they do that a lot, Bill specifically, and uh, Joe a bit. Man, it's hard to say because I don't remember. Mm. Maybe if I watched Red Eye now, it would not be as great of a show as I thought it was at the time. I mean, like, I came from Adam Carolla, so I'm not listening to that anymore. Right. So it's similar, where it's like, there's no way I could listen to that crap again. But But I was enjoying this show because, Mm. one, they all know each other, so there's no, like, awkwardness. Also because I do think part of it is that, like I've mentioned before, uh, when me and my friends are together, it's basically us being extremely mean to each other. So maybe I'm just more used to that kind of dynamic. But regular people who have uh, healthy relationships with their friends uh, probably listen to this and cringe. Well, I feel like they bordered on something that I would call boring and (laughs) not funny and hacky and um what else their kind of ribbing was more i would i don't like to use the term bully lightly but it was on the bullying side of like this isn't funny and this is just 
Like, I, for me, if I am friends with someone, we're picking on each other. That's, like, that's acceptance. That's love. That's friendship to me is, like, we're making fun of each other. That's fun. But I feel like there's just a level that it goes to where it's just, like, okay. But you're right. There was an awkwardness. They do get along. But I did feel like we're ha- You know when you listen to the Thursday show and you feel like you're part of the gang? This felt like I was listening to some other group of friends that I'm not a part of. Fair enough. I will say that Bill, his constant pot shots at his uh, morning co-host were not funny at all. Right. And also that morning radio-y kind of humor and the voice is just, ugh. I didn't like it. I didn't care for it at all. And I think Leanne's the one that, that started the conversation over on Facebook and she had some good points. And um, I'm sure everyone listening has read those. And uh, most of most everything on there was pretty much, mm, yep, not for me. This show was not for me. Not great. Not not good. <laughs> um, it was honest, you know, criticism, not not anything mean, which is which is, you know, Allison people. So Joanne was talking. What's so funny is that she was talking about she feels safe in New York because Allison was asking her, you know, uh, Mark Norman said that it's, you know, horrible to live there now it's so scary and joanne said she feels safe because she has the citizens app which is the exact opposite thing that mark said he said he doesn't feel safe because he has the citizens app uh so i think it's kind of interesting perspective and i think if you live there you just get used to certain things i know i've lived in places where i'm like i could go back there now it's like oh my gosh how did i just like walk the streets here back then like just just footloose and fancy free you didn't even realize like the danger zones but you just kind of get used to your surroundings i think and i don't know allison i don't think she would like it now at all this the citizen app i don't have it um i did get next door when i moved here because i was like i want to see what's going on in this uh neighborhood in my new home home uh town i guess and I was scrolling through the Nextdoor app one day, and someone was like, hey, this street is blocked off. Does anyone know why? There's a bunch of cops. And someone replied, uh, yeah, two people were shot, uh, and there were unrelated incidents, and it was like 3 p.m. Oh. <laughs> and it was like three blocks from me. And I was like, oh, oh my cool. That's good to know. So I'm going to head out and get some, some food. Anyone want to go? <laughs> no, thanks. There's horrible shit happening all day, every day, everywhere. But when you have something, like if you listen to a police scanner 24-7, you're going to mm. think that the world is full of murderers and rapists. No, Allison would, would probably not like New York now because she is a married woman with two kids. Not, you know, her 20s and 30s self, single lady in the city. But... This, I didn't know how I was going to get into this, but there's a little clip that I would like to play for the listeners of our show. If you're not on Instagram, like I know some people aren't, Allison did a little story, and I'm just going to play it for you, and uh, I'll discuss after. Hi, this is obviously a filter. So anyway, I just saw someone's story and she was saying something that she meant very sincerely about TikTok pasta. And she started it with like, okay, dead ass, this pasta, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just wondering, are, are we saying this now? Is that what they're saying? Oh, God. 
dead ass is what she said. I don't know why I was so perturbed by this particular uh, story of hers. I think just maybe it was the filter, but her face looked like she was like, really? People are saying this? And I was just like, hold the fuck on. Calm your horses, lady. (laughs) Because this is not new. I can't remember the first time I heard dead ass, but it is something that has been said for ages, at least in the culture that uh, I am part of. Oh, that's why. The, okay. the, 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 the media that I consume, this is a very common term. So the fact that it's now on probably a white woman's TikTok pasta page is disturbing to me, but not for the same reasons as Allison. I don't know why she is so annoyed by this, but <laughs> I was just confused because I was—I literally looked up "deadass" on Urban Dictionary to see when when has this uh, term been used, mm. and the earliest I could find on there was 2016. But I guarantee to you. That people were saying dead ass long before 2016. I have never heard this term. Right. As because I'm probably the age that Allison is, and I don't consume the same media that you do, but uh, I've heard of dead ass last. I've not heard it as like dead ass as the way she's using it. Um, and it doesn't really make sense to me, but also I don't think I would care <laughs> to talk about so- it. I, I, of course, had to send this to uh, the group chat. And Dr. Jen said, where has Allison been? And you know what I replied with? Uh. Not New York. Uh. Because this is a very New York saying. Uh. I'm sure it originated from there. Now, she lived in, quote unquote, Brooklyn. This is not the Brooklyn of Jay-Z and Biggie Smalls. She lived in 2000s Brooklyn, where, you know, hipster coffee shops, I'm sure, were popping up left and right. And this kind of goes into, I'm, I'm all over the place. They're going to talk about some ethnic food here coming up in a little bit. And this was reminding me, I just feel like Allison's world mm. is a very monotone world. Uh, her podcast is, to quote Phil, the show that she wants to make. And if you look at the cast of characters on the show, there's not a lot of diversity. Mm. If she had some friends who, oh, I don't know, were in their 20s, maybe, or 30s, lived in and around New York or other urban areas of the states, I guarantee she would have heard dead ass in the past 10, 5, 10, 15 years. But this got me thinking, why am I so upset? Mm. This is a 45-year-old woman married with two kids living in the suburbs. Why am I expecting her to know the same things that I know? So in reality, this is not a call out to Allison. This is a call out to myself. Because I don't tune in to Allison's show to hear dead ass, (laughs) bruh, suck my dick from the back. I don't tune in for that. I tune in because I like her and her guests and the conversations that they have. I don't turn Hot 97 on and expect to hear Taylor Swift. I don't turn on uh, KBPI and expect to hear 
the new Jay-Z and Nipsey, Nipsey Hussle song, okay? Oh so I need to calm my fucking self down. I think it bothered me more because I'm like, why does she even care? <laughs> because like <laughs> you said, you're 40. Like, I don't care that I haven't. If I, if you, first of all, I've never heard you say it, but like, if I heard someone say it, I'd be like, oh, it's something I, it's not my thing. This isn't my lingo. That's fine. Like, it wouldn't bother me that much. Where I'm like, is this what people are saying? <laughs> I like that you called yourself out though. That's nice. They, again, going back to our group chat, this is something that I have brought up and I've been thinking about for years is that when I talk to you, I don't talk the way I talk to my friends in Colorado because oh. they're my age. They understand. Oh. They, get, they get the same references that I make because we are the same. Okay. So I need to hang out with your friends and see the real Rafi. And Okay. Okay, so you're like dumbing yourself down or you're holding yourself up. I wouldn't say it's either of those, but I, there's definitely some code switching going on, and I don't. Wow. I don't. I know you even less after this episode. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're moving backwards. We and are. I, I, I hope I hope there was something in there that made sense. Like I'm rambling, and I actually meant to like actually write something out, like uh, kind of like Daniel's A open diatribe. letter to the salsa <laughs> industry. No. Um, Manifesto? Oh. Because I knew I was going to be me and just get distracted and uh, lose my uh, train of thought. But hopefully there was something in there and you guys uh, let me know in the Facebook group if I'm an idiot or Please if do. you agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Somebody. Leanne, start it. Let's move on to something to get to know you better, little Rafi. Just kidding. <laughs> do you think, what is a cool soup? Let's go around the room and say a cool soup. Well, my first thought, of course, was maligatani <laughs> <laughs> or or jambalaya. But have you had either of those? Or are they only cool because they're Seinfeld references? I've had jambalaya. Okay. I don't think I've ever even seen mulligatani offered anywhere. I do have. They have that on Monday nights at the Old Ship in Santa Ana if you'd <laughs> like to go. <laughs> you okay? Uh, it's a British you know pub. <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, but it's an Indian I, soup. It's very good. If I had to pick my own cool soup, of course, I would pick a chicken noodle soup, chicken mm. noodle soup, chicken noodle soup with a soda on the side. Oh, do you think you're talking to me like your friends from Colorado? Exactly. Uh, don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to not knowing each other. Uh, the first thing that came to my mind with cool soup is that soup isn't cool so there isn't one but then i thought you know if i have to pick something i'm gonna think and i thought a cool soup is clam chowder in a sourdough bread bowl which if you think about it maybe not so cool because you pretty much just throw it away but if you're getting it down by the pier in san francisco and you've got a bread bowl and clam chowder i think that's pretty cool soup I would have to disagree, I and I almost would. went on a Corolla mm, yes. reference uh, because he always talked about how if if you have to be like in a specific mm. scenario, mm. then it can't be that good on it's oh, not that good on its, it's own. A pie cake thing. If, okay. if I gotta be on a beach getting blown by a model, then <laughs> I know, is it really that good? You know, well, that kind of and, thing. and what did they say? Like, if it's cool, it's doing something. I don't know. I was going to say it's playing saxophone or something, but I, I <laughs> you know. Yes, it is. It's playing the, um, oh my God, what is that fucking. Harpsichord? I don't know. 
Oh no, what's the the wham song that has the sweet sax? Oh, nice nice sweet sax. <laughs> ah, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um Careless Whisper. That's I'm, what it why is. Why is that on the tip of your tongue? That's sad. When you think of cool, like, or, well, I guess like more like sexy time, you think <laughs> of the careless whisper sax. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I do think of sax during sexy time, but not. <laughs> What's, what, yakety sax? What the fuck are you talking I'm about, talking Lisa? i ball sax, you dick. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Those sweet sax. Or whatever. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were. <laughs> Oh, the old classic double entendre. See, I went clean and you went dirty. <laughs> uh, that's what we do. Okay. Um, but then, if you want to take it more literally, a cold soup is the worst kind of soup there is. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, I, I don't think I've ever been at a restaurant that served gazpacho, but I would never order it. I've had it. I, I think uh, I used to, when I was a nanny, they were Hungarian family, so they would bring that and i would eat it and it's like i feel like i'm eating a bowl of salsa this is weird and i don't care for it and last it, oh go ahead if someone offered me a bowl of gazpacho you know what i would say to them lisa <laughs> adios muchacho <laughs> Ooh, uh, um so the other time i've had cold soup was last year when we went to not last year. God, it was the year before that. When I took a trip to Santa Cruz and we were at this fancy restaurant and their soup of the day sounded so good. And I can't remember what it is right now, but it was like cilantro, something, whatever. And I was like, yes, I need this soup in my life. And I got it. And I didn't read the fine print that it served cold. I'm like, I think this would be really tasty if it was warmed up. <laughs> but I'm not going to be one of those people. I was going to be bougie and have my cold soup at the fancy restaurant. After listening to their discussion, I realized that Joe was actually correct. I think the coolest soup is actually ramen or more likely Oh my god, you're right. No, it's ramen. Pho is like maybe like cool ramen's like cousin, but like ramen is the cool soup. You're right. Because like all the cool people know where to get their ramen and they're like, she's so right about the people that are whatever she's talking about in New York, they all know their little like places to go. But yeah, a cool soup would be a ramen. God damn it. That's the mm, winner. I could go for some ramen right Fuck now. Fuck my chowder. <laughs> <laughs> Screw my chowder and your sex. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh let's see. Allison has snow envy, and I think that you and Allison can relate on that. But now that you've not lived in the snow for a year, do you still have snow envy? Do you miss it a lot still? Is it getting less? Is it getting more? I don't think I have snow envy. I just You don't see pictures I... of people with their snowy front yards and whatever and have envy? Or you're just like, huh. When I see pictures of it snowing and it looks beautiful, I get homesick. But I wouldn't say I have envy. Mm. I do think that as the time goes by, I miss it less. Um, but I'm, I'm still not to the place where, you know, I'm like, oh, snow, oh, you can keep that because <laughs> I still fucking hate the heat. Yeah, and I 
not growing up in snow. I, when I see it in the mountains, I'm like, oh, look, it's snowy over there, but I don't have to deal with it in my daily life. That's awesome. And I can go visit it if I would like to. Maybe not as often as you could have before, but I mean, anytime it rains here, you know you, all the assholes are up in the snow. Um, we should go up to the snow. Let's go record from the snow one day. Okay. It's like an hour away. Okay. Now, okay. Uh, let's see. They okay, so they were also talking about beef cheeks, and I like how Joanne was like wrath about like those aren't cheeks, they're something else, and I'm like, uh, you might want to hold off before you like go off on something you don't know anything about. Although I think we do that pretty much every week. <laughs> uh, I definitely know what beef cheeks are, and I've seen <laughs> shut up. And they were talking about eating all parts of the cow, and would you eat every part of the like? Would you try every? Would you eat a whole cow? So this is uh, something that I definitely wanted to talk about because as a Mexican, you go to taco trucks and I've seen it both ways where, you know, on the on the taco truck, it'll say, you know, the English uh, version and then the Spanish version. So like uh, so that the gabachos can order their food and know what they're getting. And I've seen it where it says it'll say cabeza, right. but it will either be beef cheek or brain. So I have had both. I've had tongue. I've had cow or pig intestine. So, uh, of course, this is not strange to me. Where it does get strange is like uh, I think Bill said that they went to some restaurant and they served a whole goat's head. That is a little weird. I don't want to eat an eyeball. I've heard that certain eyeballs are delicious, mm. but I don't want that. As uh, aside from stuff like that, like chopped up meat looks like chopped up meat, you know. So agreed. Don't poo poo it until you've tried it. And like Tony, I think you'll like it. I think I would eat. I would try anything. But uh, let's talk about your beloved Rocky Mountain oysters. So, what do you think about eating those? Have you tried them? I have had them. They're not good because maybe the place I had them, they just like over. I don't know. They were oily and like Ooh. like greasy and fatty. Oh. So I, my problem with it is it's not, yeah, thinking about it is kind of gross. But to me, I think that the texture would be something I would not care for. It's it's more about the textures. The same with a tongue. I, I kind of freak out about that because in my mind, I picture it's like a whole tongue and it's like you're licking, your food's licking you back. But like you said, chopped up meat is chopped up meat. If it's got good flavor and texture, I'll eat it. I don't care. Yeah, I've had a cricket taco and it was fucking delicious. Uh -huh. They say crickets are the future. <laughs> <laughs> In regards to what? A food pr crickets are taking food over production. the world. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be a perfect place to put cricket cricket noises. <laughs> where it's all like, <laughs> dummy, god damn it. Okay. Uh, anything else from Thursday before we talk about the JMOs, the slew of JMOs? Yes. Very quick. Again on the food. I don't know if it's because of Allison's weird dietary habits, but mm. I can't imagine her eating anything, even vaguely ethnic. Ah, I can't picture her eating any kind of normal meal ever. Just not even yeah. like one normal meal. I feel like she's having bites of this and that. And I, uh, I was thinking about it today. I think I know why Daniel is losing weight quicker than she is. Not only because men seem to have an easier time of it, but I think 
with his program, it's more about the numbers where that's how I've been able to manage myself. It's just numbers. And she's going by carbs and limiting this and limiting that. And it's like, I'm not limiting myself. Like I have boundaries and I'm eating whatever I want, but I'm counting calories. And so there's, there's a, it's a different, I don't know. And I think that maybe that's part of the problem. I don't really know. I wonder how she is Do doing though. Do you remember a long time ago, I think when she like first, or maybe not, but it doesn't matter. She was talking about how she wanted to do a segment where <laughs> she would look at a restaurant menu and then tell you all the alterations she would have to make to oh order it. Oh my gosh, yes. Can you, I, I would love this, I would love for that to come back, but can you imagine going to no. any restaurant no. with her? Like a Mexican restaurant, no. an Indian restaurant? Oh like what, what can she eat there? I don't know. And does she like spice? I picture probably no, no. I guarantee she doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I just for the future, Allison. I just want her to just let go a little, like live a little. I don't know. Have some spice, man. <laughs> <laughs> to quote a uh, wise woman, "Spice up your life." Spice, spice up your life. Those wise women. Um. All right. Shall we talk about JMOs? Did you pick one? I did not pick one because I didn't get through them all on the rewatch, but ah. there was one that I kind of wanted to talk about. All right. On Monday, Phil's, he doesn't understand people that can go into a loud restaurant or hang out in a loud restaurant. I mean, I agree. I, but Same. when I'm there, I don't, I don't like, like think, oh, hell yes, it's loud in here. I'm like, fuck, it's loud in here. So I just got to eat and leave, which is apparently what they want you to do. But I don't like go on there on purpose and thrive on it. <laughs> I hate it. It's so annoying. This is fairly specific but facebook clicks video and it takes you to a new page and it's all graham norton show videos it's like yeah there's an algorithm i don't know (laughs) so um yeah this is i guess what i would talk about because i do hate facebook yeah but occasionally they they do they they fucking know what you like so they show you a little video and it's like oh this guy's like woodworking oh let me watch that for (sighs) eight minutes and also you never know how long it's gonna be i'm just like scrolling and i see something (laughs) and i'm like oh hopefully this like a like a 30 to 45 second video and then like i'm I'm like how long has this been going i'm like three minutes into a nine minute video i'm like what the fuck (laughs) so that does happen and then you find out it's part one or something (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, I've never gotten the Graham Norton show, but I am very familiar with his show because as a teen, I would watch Top Gear and the show mm. was only aired on the BBC America channel. And that's where they also showed Graham Norton. So I love his style of show. I like him. I think he's funny. He's great. You know who is not funny or great? James fucking Corden, that dumb piece of shit. And I mentioned to you, Lisa... Uh, I might be on his show very soon. Maybe it already aired. I don't know. I parked my truck in the middle of uh, Beverly Hills. I love that. And <laughs> there was some cops on motorcycles riding by, and I was like, oh, boy, looks like a funeral. Nope. A different kind of <laughs> sad <laughs> <Same> occasion. <laughs> it was a tour, uh, one of those double-decker tour buses with James Corden sitting up top. All I saw was the back of his large head. I don't like him. But he does wear a Audemars Piguet Royal Oak, which is my next uh, attainable dream watch. So uh, damn him for having good taste. Uh-huh. I don't know who Graham Norton is or the person you just talked about. Uh, Joanne brushes teeth and walks around, which is a repeat, but that's Chelsea Peretti. And I do the same thing. 
I do love that one because it reminds me of Chelsea and how we got to get her back on the show. Yes. I do love thinking of it as the jailbreak, although I don't do it. I will think about it as as that now because I kind of forgot about it. But um, our pal Andrew Ant, all the talk about space la- Jewish space laser makes me wa- makes him want to watch Real Genius, and I think the redeeming quality there is I love Real Genius. <laughs> it's a great movie. I, I don't know what he's talking about though. Otherwise, big surprise! I have never seen this movie, <laughs> um, but I hear it's good. It's a classic, like, the problem is, is I love it because it's an 80s movie that spoke to me. I had a huge crush on that guy. I mean, that's the reason, though, from that movie. Isn't he dorky? Uh, I, think, I don't think that mattered. <laughs> I was a kid. It's, it's, oh, whoa, that's even worse. I mean, I moved from Don Johnson to Val Kilmer. I mean, that's a nice move. Oh, Val Oh, no, that's not the guy I'm th- Maybe I'm thinking of a different movie. I'm oh, thinking of maybe. a dude with glasses, like a oh, dork. Oh, you're thinking of um, Weird Science? Yes. Yes. Okay. That movie. <laughs> okay. okay, I feel like every guy liked that movie growing up. Probably because the one lady that's a model that was in it. But I, I don't, I never connected with that movie. But same time, though, around the same time. Uh, let's see. Oh, our good, good pal, Nina Hartley. She says... When she watches futuristic movies, she thinks, oh, that person would be like my great-grandchild. I never think these things. I only think the same thing that other people have said on JMOs, that they watch an old movie, they're like, oh, everyone's dead. Or like the the animals in it, oh, they're dead, or whatever. <laughs> it's like, I never thought about the futuristic movies. That's kind of interesting. I don't think of either of those. Oh. <laughs> because I, I you, you know, watch obvious. Movies? No, oh, I love an old movie. Are you kidding me? Oh, Casablanca? But... Oh God, yeah. Let's what? <laughs> next hangout. Let's watch some Casabi, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do know nice that Casabies. <laughs> I know that uh, these are fictional things, mm. and so like also when people talk about like oh when I watch a movie and like they're hugging or whatever, I'm like oh you can't do that anymore. Uh, I don't I don't think that because I do know it's a movie, but occasionally like if they cough on screen, I'm like whoa. Uh, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a movie. Calm down. Okay, so in general, when I do watch a movie, I'm not always thinking about that person as a per- a real person. I am thinking about the character, and I'm in the movie. I don't want to think about who they were dating. I don't want to know about their drama in their life. Like, I am in the movie. So typically, I'm not thinking those things. But if I do, it's always about an old movie, not new. So you're right. You're right. Let's just be, you know, whatever. I don't know what I'm going to say. Uh, D. Stein watches someone... Oh, when they watch someone go live on anything, Instagram, wherever, um, they are paranoid that they're going to be seen. I definitely felt that way the last time when uh, What's-His-Face did his, the Costanza, whatever, did his Seinfeld trivia and I was joining from the bathtub. (laughs) Well, like, obviously they're not going to see me because he would have, I mean, like, I'm not in control, but I did have a little freak out where I'm like, what if? Um, I don't really have that because I know when I go in, it's going to be like RMCGS joined. I'm not right. worried about it. Not RMCGS is live with this camera on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bridget will not eat. Feels weird when you're eating chicken and eggs together or won't eat those together. And I, I agreed with everyone that's like, why would you ever have those together anyway? Because I would never have a chicken omelet or something. And it's not because the they came from each other. It's just they don't go together. 
yeah, it is it is weird, but it's not something you would encounter often. No, you would not encounter it often. And I think when Allison said making a salad, I'm like, okay, that makes sense if you're doing like a hard boiled, like a chef salad with chicken instead of turkey, I guess. Um, that makes sense. And I would totally eat those together and love it. Um, I did feel bad when I had chickens and I fed them chicken and they loved it. And I was like, oh, I can't do that. <laughs> wow, you're a real, real evil sicko. What are you it, doing? It, there was the... no thought behind it. It wasn't like premeditated like, Bwah. I think this is how mad cow disease started, <laughs> didn't it? Are you trying to you start some chicken disease? Cow. Uh, so what it is, is I would always give them, you know, scraps or leftovers because they would love, like, especially from the garden, they loved like beets, uh, beet greens that were favorites, but just random stuff I would give them. And one time I, uh, well, maybe it happened more than once, but I was like, oh, okay, give them my leftovers. And I was like, oh man, they're loving this chicken. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't think that's very nice. Wow. Speaking of that, we're going to get chickens again soon. Larry's going to build us our coop. It's been too long. Um... So you'll be hearing chickens in the background the next time. Yeah, I was going to say, great. So the gardeners, yes. uh, Larry, or not Larry, uh, what's the guy? The next, Rick. Oh, Now we're going to have oh some chickens God. in the Rick background. Rick is going to be coming home in like, I think we're T minus 10 days. And, but he's putting his house up for sale. I'm so excited. This will be like, hopefully the last time he comes home. I'm so excited. I'm literally going to crack a bottle right in front of that for sale sign. <laughs> You should uh, crack the bottle on the for sale sign like some kind oh, of new ship. Hell yes. Rafi, see, you get it. You get me. <laughs> so I feel like, okay, this this uh, quest to get to know you better, I'm going to have to maybe get a book of questions. Maybe Whitney could help me. But this is happening. Uh, how about uh, instead of doing that, oh, we boy. just hang out more in person and you'll get to know the real me that way. Because I'm not going to do it on this show. You know how I am uh, about uh, okay. about uh, stuff like that. I'll do it secretly. Got it. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll do it underminingly. Underhandedly? Secretly? I don't know. All right. Shall we uh, end this show? Yeah, I guess. Look at this. Me asking you to end the show. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. If you would like to be on the show, email bfancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter. You know all the places. Follow me on Instagram, too. It's fun. I will post something at some point. What else? And call the hotline. I love that people are calling. Uh, one, I'm going to get the eight part wrong. Eight, one eight? Yeah. BFF0732. Call in. Leave your message. We will play it. And uh, little Rafi, where can we find you? Just join the Facebook group. Join the convo. It's a good time. It is. It truly is. And uh, speaking of truly, I'm going to go crack another beverage. And BFFs, I'm going to say truly one more time. <laughs> you truly are the fucking best. Thank you and bye-bye. This here is a remarkable so-so death <laughs> remix. <laughs> J.E. y'all. Run DMC to the beach, y'all. Uh. <laughs> and me, y'all know my name. <laughs> Come on. She first of all, yeah. <laughs> I know these so-called players wouldn't tell you this. What? But I'ma be real and say what's on my heart. Yeah. Let's take this chance and make this love feel relevant. Didn't you know I loved you from the start? Yeah.
Bye, baby. 